Matt Olson is on fire. Let's step into the on deck circle. You're listening to the DFS on deck podcast brought to you by line star app, the top rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo daily fantasy. Go line star premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pisa Pia and KC Bubba. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It is me, it's Casey Bubba, and it's you, and it's MLB DFS. And what a wacky night it was. We're going to recap that. Some major injuries in Major League Baseball and look ahead to today's DFS slate. But first and foremost, uh, we haven't had one of these yet. It was the, the Gooch showed up and uh, beat us up yesterday, at least me, anyway. And, uh, you know, this, this happens, this is baseball, like every, you know, somewhere between eight to 10 days, you get a day like that where things look good. And all of a sudden, boom, you get punched in the face. And, uh, that was me with Lance McCullers last night. The first three innings were lovely. It was beautiful. Everything looked exactly like it was supposed to. And then the fourth inning happened, Bubba. And, uh, I see dead people. That's all I can tell you. It makes it easier to turn your phone off. So that's good. That's a positive. <laughs> but um, yeah, he, he was rough. The biggest thing for me that was frustrating about last night is we were on a, a lot of the right teams, just not the right guys. There's a lot of the kind of off-colored guys that uh, it was. came through in big ways. And so it's, I, I keep trying to tell people that were kind of frustrated. So we were on the right path. That's just baseball. It's just going to happen. Right. It is. And and more often than not, look, we've, we've, we've heard, you know, to start here, we've been on fire. We were due – for one mm-hmm. of these over fours, you know, like, yeah. I mean, we still had you Darvish. We still hit a couple good things there, but you know, this, like Bubba said, this is baseball. And this is what makes baseball so much more difficult than NFL or NBA is because yeah. this failure factor is built in with the best, the best players in major league baseball fail 70% of the time, the best ones. So you have to understand that's built into it. And look, overall, like you said, we were still right about where we're going, but whenever you get some of those off guys that you weren't on, that's a big difference. So obviously there was some good, the bad, and some ugly. Uh, let's start with some of the injuries to Ozzy Albies on the DL for the Braves. That means Dansby Swanson is going to move up to that two hole. So keep an eye on that move going forward. I know we will hear on that show. Nick Madrigal is going on the IL as fast as he was here. Now he's gone, Bubba. And uh, that's kind of sad because he was a free square. Max Scherzer with the hamstring goes, you know, out of the game. And I got to tell you, man, I'm going to be real skeptical next time he's on the mound. I'm going to be really afraid. I want to see what that price is. And even if it's a discount, I'm a little gun shy right now about, about Scherzer. And, and that's sad because I'm almost starting to feel like maybe the body is breaking down on him a little bit after all these innings, after all these great performances. So how do you feel about Scherzer going forward now these next few weeks? Cause they say he's going to make his next start, but color me concerned. I'm very concerned. If anybody can go through it, it sure is where he saw it in the postseason where he missed like a start two days later, he comes back and deals. But it, it is very concerning. And the more frustrating part to it is where the game was on MLB Network. I'm watching the game. He gets pulled. Then they show footage pregame where he's wincing in his bullpen getting loose while Eric Fetty's throwing long toss getting loose because they're basically planning on having to use Fetty because Scherzer doesn't feel great. So why did you put Scherzer out there? That's where I got real frustrated. But uh, yeah, I would be concerned if uh, I'm a Scherzer owner and uh, going forward. I might need to see another start. I'm, I'm with you on that. Uh, by the way, uh, speaking of why are we going forward with things, I think the Yankees have to start asking themselves that with Jay Happ. Uh, his ERA is at 10 <laughs> now. Uh, you can hear, if you listen closely, if you put your ear real close to the show, you can hear all those shares of Clark Schmidt starting to heat up. 
starting to <laughs> smolder a little bit. So keep an eye out on that. Yeah, I mean, God, I still can't get over that Mets game, though, that Rick Porcello got a W yesterday. At least Juan Soto's back. Mm-hmm. I guess that's, yep. the, that's the one lone bright spot. Uh, the Marlins won both ends of their doubleheader. Dude, how – I mean, I know they're playing the Orioles, but, I mean, the Marlins are undefeated since they return. <laughs> crazy, kind of crazy, crazy. Like, what? they're the favorites of the East now. Um, <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> we stayed away from that Red Sox-Rays game, which was which was good because, again, those Rays offensively are just – they're so inconsistent. Uh, it's very difficult to go in. But you were on Dobnak, and good job on you. Uh, against Trevor Williams there. He got a W. You were pointing that out yet. Good start from Ryu last night against the Braves. Uh, I would love to have targeted him yesterday, but he's been so bad lately. Uh, it was great to see him get back on track. He was one of my favorite GPP arms last year. And then Newcomb and Toussaint tonight. I mean, the Braves are starting to show a little bit of wear and tear here, especially with Albies out of that lineup. So uh, we might be visiting that one again, but good news. Ryu turning things around. Hopefully, this is him getting on track and not a one-off, but uh, I'm a little worried about the Braves long-term here, Bubba. Is that is that doubt starting to creep in here? Yeah, it, it is very concerning that we're going to talk about targeting them tonight, for instance. Uh, there's outside of Freeman and maybe Acuna, that offense is in Azuna, Azuna, I guess, but it's a pretty abysmal offense right now with Nawazi Albies and just overall struggling. Yeah, Indians pitchers continue to be great. Clevenger, Bieber, everyone's rocking and rolling there. You Darvish was good against Bobby. Uh, that's what we wanted last <laughs> night, so we did get that. Our four-outcome game we told you to stay away from was the Brewers-White Sox, and guess what? It was a one nothing game. Hauser and Keiko both pitched well, but Hauser got the W there. So uh, as, as great as he was, it's good news because now we can start using him in other spots, Hauser. We kind of needed to see this game, so that was very good against that White Sox offense. But once again, you see that the razor-thin could have gone anyway, coin flip kind of contest. You stay away from it. And of course, the whole Robbie Ray McCullers thing was absolutely brutal. Can't, can't, ugh, just, ugh. but at least Mike Trout was good. Man, he should have more yes. kids. Let me tell you. Boy, yeah, boy. he's uh, producing, that? producing, one would say, in more ways than one, I guess. But uh, yeah, and yeah, the, the A's lineup, too. I mean, Ramon Laureano and uh, Matt Olson just uh, look fantastic as well. And now today's a little wacky slate, the way things are, are rolling out there. So, but I was going to take you through what's going on with on DK and FanDuel before we get into the individual games. We're going to go through all the games here. Uh, I don't know if we're going to do too much in the afternoon, the one thirty-five. We'll probably skip to the 3 o'clock stuff. But mm-hmm. I, I'm just telling you right now, it's wacky out there. We're going to break each game down on each slate like we always do. But have a heads up here because Bubba's going to show you exactly what site's doing what because it's kind of the wild, wild west today. Yeah, get your compass and your calculators out. This can get fun. <laughs> Um, when you look at FanDuel, they're doing a five-game early and a five-game main slate. Okay, so starting at three at three o'clock Eastern through about the six o'clock Eastern games, I believe, are your early games, then your night games. DraftKings usually locked at around seven Eastern. Now they're locking at six Eastern to grab the two six o'clock games, so they're having a seven-game slate. So DraftKings will have a seven-game main slate, a three-game early. FanDuel have a five-game early and a five-game late. So none of this stuff will be identical. But we're going to cover all the games to get you in the plays you need to cover all the games. All right. So let's start here. Let's start at 310. We've got Tyler Anderson against Kyle Freeland. Now, look, Freeland's been good, uh, better this year anyway than last year, but that's not saying too much. And Tyler Anderson, uh, you know, look, here's the thing here. You you definitely want to go with the big righties like Trevor Story and Arenado today if you're going to have shares in Colorado uh, on FanDuel. They're pretty easy to have in the lineup. There's no doubt about that. Over on DK, very expensive. Blackman, Arenado, you you almost have to 
uh, you almost have to consider just going all in there with Colorado, maybe even considering Freeland if you're doing the early on DK. Um, but look, once again, this is a very tricky game. I would expect offense here, so I would just go that route. But do you like the other side of this one, Sam Fran, with Freeland on the mound? Do you want to attack him? Because I know he's been better, but again, I don't know where your trust level is. He's been better, but uh, day game and Coors, ball's going to fly even more, more often yeah. than not. I don't trust him completely, so I'm going to stay away. But in a GPP, I can see the appeal of throwing Freeland out there because it is the Giants. Being able to Solano hits left, he's great. They have some interesting right-handed bats there, so I'd, I'd pretty much avoid the pitching in this one. Yeah, Matt Kemp is just 3.1 if he's in the lineup today. So just, again, make sure everyone's in the lineup. Make sure what you got going on. But I'm with Bubba. Go with the offense here. Look for it in the afternoon. That seems like a pretty good lock here. Uh, the next one is another tricky matchup because you've got Mike Miner, who at times can be good and other times not so good, against the A's, who were rocking last night. Uh, and Mike Fires is always inconsistent. Now, Miner's 8.5 over on FanDuel. Uh, Fires is just 7K. Fires is 8.1 on DK, 9.7 for Miner. Um, Matt Olson on DK is 4.7. So he's actually, ironically, after the two home run night, cheaper than everybody else because of the lefty lefty mm-hmm. matchup. Um, how do you care? I guess that's the question. No, I do not care with a guy of that uh, stature. So I'll, I'll be if you're stacking the A's, you you play with some manuals, and that's just how it goes. Yeah, I I would agree with that. Uh, you know, pitching is really tough today. We'll get to the one pitcher that I like in the afternoon here in a bit. But Mike Miner's not it for me. I don't trust no. him. Uh, with Fires, you always know he can be a gas can too. So Willie Calhoun at three seven over on DK is a good value uh, in terms of on the Fanduel side. Elvis Andrus is just two point five. Willie Calhoun's just two point two. And Joey Gallo is only 3.8. So, you know, yeah. they're they're pretty affordable. The Texas side of this game is actually uh, more on the affordable side. You're not getting as – look, in terms of the A's, bats, everybody's basically around 3K, including Matt Olson on FanDuel, which is a different story than on DK. All the other righties are, are priced up uh, against Mike Miner. So that's an interesting trend. Anything else here to point out, Bubba, that pops to you? The only one I would say, if you're looking for some value with the A's, uh, Piscotti versus the lefties, and he's actually swinging a pretty hot stick lately. 2500 on FanDuel, cheap on DK. So Piscotti be a guy to keep in mind as well. All right, let's move on to the next one here. This is the one pitcher I feel good about, and I can't believe I'm saying those words because it seems like it's going to be a cartoon bubble outside my mouth, but I feel good about <laughs> Dylan Bundy. There, I said it. I, I do. I, I don't know how he arrived here, uh, but I guess this is, you know, vintage 2020. 9.3 on DK, 9.2 on FanDuel. Trout's hitting the ball well. Fletcher was good last night. Fletcher's just 3K at the top of this lineup. You know, if you want to get into this here and you want Mike Trout, who's 4.4 on FanDuel, just put him and Adele together because that basically offsets. Mm-hmm. And Adele is still a free square at 2.1. So basically you're just taking down Mike Trout's value like $1,000 and you're marginalizing it. And if you get anything out of Adele, it's a bonus. So basically that's the idea. He's going against Taiwan Walker today. Uh, and the Seattle Mariners. I think Bundy can handle this lineup. I think there's some strikeouts here. He's been limiting the walks. He's been striking out guys. You know, maybe the change of scenery, maybe a different voice in his ear, whatever it is. Dylan Bundy is starting at least to look like the guy that years ago we thought he would be. And if so, the Angels really might have found an ace in this rotation, and it might have been a diamond in the rough. So is it time for all of us to buy into Dylan Bundy? I am, and especially today, because it's kind of a, a difficult slate. But where are you at with this one? Yeah, I love Dylan Bundy. I bought into him for season long. I played him pretty much every start in DFS. He's legit. The pitch mix change has been huge. This Mariners offense, it, it's got some pop in it, but a ton of swing and miss, a ton of swing and miss. 
and Bundy can exploit that in a big way. So I, I love Dylan Bundy. And we mentioned it yesterday. If you can go Adele, Trout, and Fletcher, like you're saying, you can get that three-man wraparound stack. It makes Trout very affordable. Uh, I've I played Trout a lot uh, in years past. I know he's expensive. But what he does more consistently than like anybody in baseball is ridiculous, and he proved it again last night. Time and time again, he's worth every dollar compared to most people. So that wraparound uh, stack's great, and Bundy's a phenomenal play tonight. Yeah, uh, I'm with you on that. Like I said, if you want to get Trout on DK – little bit harder uh, Adele is just 3.3 trout is 5.8 same concept you're still marginalizing it but it's a lot harder to do on DK that is on FanDuel especially when you have to figure out that second pitcher which is tough and 605 here uh, Jordan Montgomery on DK at 7.8 Zach Eflin 6.9 FanDuel those guys are priced a little differently 6.8 for Montgomery 6.3 for Eflin this feels like runs to me, Bubba. I, I got to be honest. This one's in Philadelphia. They're doing those home and home things. It kind of feels like runs. Like it just, as much as I'm tempted to kind of go the Jordan Montgomery side on this one, Aaron Judge has been on fire. He's 4.5 mm-hmm. over on FanDuel on DK. He's up to 5.3. The funny thing is Glaber Torres has hit rock bottom at 2.9. He is a must own today. Um, just, I, I'm sorry, a player that good under 3K, he's going to be automatic for me. Aaron Hicks is back down to 2.72. Keep that in mind. Gary Sanchez, 2.8. There's a lot of value in this Yankee lineup tonight, which is kind of surprising to me. Uh, but it, it, do they know something we don't about Zach Eflin? Because I've seen enough Eflin to know that I'm not afraid of him. No, I'm um, going to take the, the bait if that's what it is, because give me all the Yankees. It's ridiculous. You mentioned the FanDuel pricing. Talkman might get a spot. He's 2.4. He's very strong. Gardner's had two homers in his last three games. He's 25. If you're looking for more value with the Yanks, uh, I, I think Judge is worth every penny. If you look at Judge's numbers versus right-handed pitching uh, the last few seasons, it's ridiculous. He smokes them. He's smoking everybody right now, period. But he's strong. And then Gio Urshela, he's expensive on DK, which will get him like no ownership. But 3.2 on uh, uh, FanDuel, I think is very strong for another guy that's hidden. Well, this whole lineup is a strong way to go about it. I think Judge is almost a must tonight, even though he's expensive. But you can get a lot of cheapies in here as well because uh, it, it'd be shocking. It'd be totally baseball to do it. It'd be shocking, though, if the Yankees do not just blow up Zach Eflin. Yeah, uh, I'm with you, man. I'm, I'm definitely favoring the Yankees today. And once again, just be careful how you're using these things. You know, like Bubba said, it's different games, different slates. and different. Uh, it is crazy out there. So pick and choose. So look, look at the players you like more and find where they're playing today and use them. And, and just be careful. That's all. It's just got to be a little bit smarter today. You might have to pay uh an extra attention than you usually do it's not quite as easy or as simple i should say it's easy it's just not simple uh luis castillo is a 10k on fanduel against carlos carrasco 9.5 smells like four outcomes to me baba how about you yep 100 <laughs> percent. like i like as a baseball fan i want this to be like a two to one pitching duel where they both go eight innings that's what i want i want the bullpen to blow it which is 2020 in a nutshell but um it, it's really tough like i you'd have to multi-enter to really take stake in this game yeah, I just I don't think there's gonna be enough offense for it. If no. you want to just take a shot tonight on one of these pitchers, I would take Carrasco because I think the Reds lineup is a little worse for mm-hmm. wear right now. They're just not really, you know, outside of Castellanos, they're really kind of you know just struggling a bit, you know. And that happens when you face Bieber and Clevenger back to back, and it doesn't get much easier tonight. So, I mean, if you want to just go one, I mean, Carrasco and Castillo are basically the same price. So if you want to do a, a GPP with one. And then just flip around to the other one and then just get your offense elsewhere. That's fine. Like I got no problem with that. That is the best approach that I can see tonight. Other than that, I'm I'm staying away from that. And that's a multi-entry play, obviously. This next one is intriguing, but I don't know if I want to go the Zach Gallon route. I definitely go to the Diamondbacks route, though. Uh Zach Gallon's 8.9 on DK against Brandon Bilick. 
Bielik? Eh, who mm-hmm. knows? Every day it's somebody new. By the way, our boy Tehehe did did not Tehehe. do well yesterday. He was he was he got he over was, he he got over 12, uh, 12 DraftKings points. I know that he, much. Did he? Which for four oh, K, yeah. I'll take. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, when you put it in that perspective, I guess. Uh, but uh, check out this because against Brandon Bielik or Bielik, you've got Arizona tonight. Ketel Marte on Fandle two nine. Cole Calhoun coming off a big night. The lefty righty favorable for him two point five. Starling Marte at three K. I like the top of this Arizona order against uh, this pitcher here in Houston. Uh, it, well, in Arizona, but this pitcher for Houston. So I would definitely go here. Zach Allen's a good pitcher. I just don't know if I want to go this route. Uh, you might not have a choice, but I think there's somebody else on this slate that I feel better about. We'll get to in the next game. But I do like the top specifically of this Arizona lineup in Arizona on FanDuel. Again, hyper-specific here. Is there anything else on DraftKings side or somewhere else? Because talk about variance. Ketel Marte at the top of this order on DK is 5K. He's just 2.9 on FanDuel. Oh, my goodness. That That's like, you know, bells and whistles going off like crazy here. Yeah, big big pricing difference. I was telling someone earlier, I'm really bummed Arizona went off last night because I had this game circled already with Bielik or Bielik. And then um, you get this beat-up Houston bullpen because Bielik shouldn't go deep. He hasn't been stretched mm-hmm. out yet. So this is a great spot for Arizona. Super cheap, like you said, on FanDuel. Even guys like David Peralta and Escobar both went deep yesterday. They could have a field day on this one. I think it's a great spot to be different. I like him on drafting because the Yankees will be the popular play, and then you can go D-backs, but they are a lot pricier, that's for sure. Yeah, I, you know what? It's with the limited options tonight. Uh, I, I feel yeah. good about them regardless of how high any ownership is. But you take the value or you can get the value. But you're right. It's going to be more attention on it after last night. If they if McCullers was smoking good last night for the whole game mm-hmm. instead of three innings, th- we would be loving this so much more. But yep. I'm still liking it enough. We're still oh, in 100%. like. Maybe, you know, not yes. in love, but I'm in like. Uh, here's yeah, another thing I never thought. Yeah. Here's another thing I never thought I'd say. I really like Tyler Chatwood tonight. Dude. <laughs> oh my God. Dylan Bundy in the afternoon, Tyler Chatwood in the afternoon. What, what, what? I mean, the evening, yeah. what's going on, Bubba? I, I don't, I need a cocktail. This is crazy. It's what a, world is this? Yeah, it's wild. And the, the problem is, is it's worth it the way he's changed things up because it's been a legit change. That's what people need to realize. He's, he throws his cutter a ton, his fastball's down to 8%, his four seams. So he's, what he was walking guys are getting hit out of the ballpark with, he's not using, which is a big plus for people keeping track at home. So uh, he's struck out over eight guys in both starts. Royals team doesn't scare you. He's worth the price anywhere. I, I don't mind him in cash games for FanDuel. I don't mind him in GPP. Same on DraftKings. I think he's the pivot off of the Carrasco-Castillo matchup in that same price range. Yeah, uh, I'm with you there. Uh, Tyler Chatwood at 9.6 on FanDuel is, is a lock for me against the Royals. 9.4 on DK. It's just a really good price. The guy's been terrific. Going with this Cubs stack again, Rizzo Bryant, Baez, Schwarber still cheap on FanDuel, just mm-hmm. 2.8 against Brad Keller. He's going to he's gonna have a big game eventually. It's coming. could be tonight. But uh, look, just it's just keep it simple, stupid, tonight. Like, just don't overthink it. You know, I know there's a temptation or, like, you put things in there and then you go back and you overthink stuff. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Just what, keep it simple. What, yeah, go ahead. One last thing I'll have for you is your free square on DraftKings. He's 29 on Fanduel, which is still nice. Somehow more expensive than Schwarber. Can't figure that one out. But on DraftKings, Jason Kipnis is $2,800. He's starting versus left, right-handed pitching. He's swinging it well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a free square in cash and in, in uh, GPPs. Yeah, and you're going to need that, especially if you want to yep. try to go up to some of the higher board hitters tonight. And I think you're going to want to. I think you're getting more offense tonight than pitching. Just don't let pitching mm-hmm. kill you. And that's why I'd rather just play it safe with Chatwood. Let's just play it safe. Let's yep. not overthink it. 
Um, and that's why, and that's why I'm a little afraid of Gallon too. Because what if Gallon goes bad against Houston? Houston can go rock anybody any given night. Gallon's a nice young pitcher, but still, there's there's risk there. So it's not a cash game play, not, not my opinion. All right, let's go to the next one here. This one has some tournament appeal for me. Uh, Nate Pearson, seven point five, was really good against Scherzer in his first outing. He was asking a lot of that kid to beat Scherzer, <laughs> you know, but he was basically there with him. Tuki Toussaint is going to come out of the bullpen and try to stretch out for this one, but he ain't long for this game. Albies is out for this game. Marcakis is back in, but he hasn't been playing all year. Um, I don't know, man. I think this is a good spot for Pearson. I'm a little worried about the Braves right now. Pearson, I think at 7.5 on FanDuel is a good investment. Over on the DraftKings side, he's just 7.3 as your secondary pitcher tonight. I really like this one. And I got to tell you, too, there's some opportunity with these bats. They're cheap. Bichette on Fandle, 2-7. Gurriel, 2-5. Ladd, 2-7. Now, you can go up there and pay for anybody you want. Teoscar Hernandez, 2.8. I, I think you kind of troll the Braves a little bit two nights in a row here. Am I uh, am I getting too fancy here, or is this maybe you know, just kind of you know simple and out there and, and, and lock and load and do it? I think the Blue Jays are a very live uh, alternative angle for this slate. I'm with you on that. I think even if you want to play some of the – the chalkier bats, you can use a couple J's to differentiate. So I'm with you 100% there, especially on FanDuel. They're cheaper, but not not too bad on DraftKings. To the Pearson point, I'm a huge fan of him as an SP2 on DraftKings. Still kind of concerned a bit on FanDuel because you want that at least quality start if he's not going to get the win. He threw right. 70-ish pitches last time. He's probably going to throw about 85 tonight. If he walks a few guys, he might not get to six. That's my only concern there. But he's going to strike out a ton because the Braves are striking almost 27% versus righties in this early season. Lots of swing and miss. Yeah, you know, I, I could, I, I could definitely. That's a really good point. As a secondary pitcher, it's the better play. But mm-hmm. um, I think on Fanduel, I would take my chances just getting that W. I think you can get yeah, to a five lot of strikeouts. Innings. Lots of yeah. Games. Give me the strikeouts. Give me the give me the path to the W. I think you can get those two things. The quality start would be a bonus. I wasn't even thinking for the quality start. Like I'm just thinking W and yeah. strikeouts right now. And I think you can give me both of those things because this lineup's a little beat up. The rotation's a little mm-hmm. beat up. I think the Braves are a little mentally beat up right now. Yep. Uh, speaking of Agreed. beat up, the Orioles are getting their butt pounded every day by the Miami <laughs> Marlins. Of all teams. Of all teams, and I'm still not getting involved. I mean, I like VR at 2-6. He's a good value. He gets steals the bases. Aguiar's showed some pop a little bit this year, um, but I just, I don't know. You see Austin Hayes get dropped in the lineup, too. He's been off to a slow start. I can't do it, Bubba. Are you on this one at all? Because I just can't. Like I, I want to be because it's Wade LeBlanc versus Yamamoto, and Yamamoto's going like three or four innings. LeBlanc's LeBlanc. Like these guys, real baseball teams would tee off on these two pitchers. Um, we've seen slight chances there. There's just so many better options that aren't going to frustrate you. Would you be shocked if this one ended a 10 to 8? No, but I don't know if I want to waste my uh, energy on it, to be honest. And the last one, we have Josh Lindblom, 6.5K over on FanDuel, very cheap against Gio Gonzalez, 6.1. Uh, 5.3 for Lindblom. Do you see how cheap he is on DK? Yep. I imagine yep. ownership's going to be through the roof on him, and he's got the upside. It's just a tough line. I'm like, you know, this reeks of of multi-entry tournament. It just does because mm-hmm. Lindblom could go out there, strike out seven guys, get a W, and be great. But you have to understand that there's a downside here because this White Sox lineup could show up and just pummel anybody. Um, mm-hmm. And for me, I'm just – tonight, I'm, I'm going to play it safe tonight. It's a – Yep. There's not a full slate of games. I'm going to play it safe. I'm going to stick to what I think is going to work. I'm going to not get too fancy, try to play a lot of cash and try to make some money that way. I think that for me is the best approach. I'm with you. I think, you know, if you want to play a couple of white Sox to be different because Lindblom should be popular. 
I don't mind like the Moncadas, the the Lubobs of the world. Uh, Avisil Garcia hits lefties well, so if you want a cheapie at twenty eight hundred on Fanduel, but o- overall it's the tough one because the Brewers bats have been ice cold and Lindblom, you know, left with the back injury, missed a start. So where's he really at? But he's super cheap, so it's it's going to be interesting. All right, let's do it. It's time to call our shot. Bubba and I are going to select our guys to go yard, and if you retweet this segment over on the Twitter machine at Lionstar app, you can win some free swag. Everybody likes free merch. I know I do. I know you do. Everybody. I mean, free stuff is great. So it's my turn to go first today. I'm going to go with Ketel Marte against the young kid in Houston. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to stick with the Diamondbacks. Hopefully that's a breakout for them last night and things continue to go forward there. I want to see uh, Marte finally become the guy again that he was last year. And let's start with it tonight. That price variance between the two of them is huge. On DraftKings and FanDuel, love playing them on FanDuel tonight. Top of this order. Give me Cattell Marte, start things off, right? How about you, Bubba? Where are you going for your dinger tonight? I'm going to go with the, the guy I talked about quite a bit that's worth paying for. It's easy. Give him an eighth homer of the year, Aaron Judge. Oh, boy. Uh, hey, also, yeah. the sun's going to come up in the morning. Jeez, hey, Bubba. <laughs> hey, winners win. You got to pick winners to win. That's just how it works, Joe. I can't help it. He's that good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just having some fun here. Again, if uh, you're new to the podcast, <laughs> make sure you are subscribing. That way you know when every uh, show drops every morning, Monday through Friday. Again, the show is Line Star on deck, MLB DFS. It's easy to find. We're on Google. We're on Stitcher. We're on iTunes. We're on iHeart. We're on iEverywhere. And, of course, go over and get that Line Star app. Download it and upgrade to the premium product. That way you can be playing DFS with the cool kids like us. And uh, we'll get back on track tonight again. Mixed results yesterday, but that is the beast. That is what Major League Baseball is. We've had a whole lot more good than bad here in these first two weeks. So we'll take solace in that and don't lose hope. Let's just get back on trail and be simple tonight. Be simple. And like Bubba said, recognize the slate. See what's going on. Recognize it. Take the players that we like along with your the ones you like and go in there and play smart and find the contests that uh, work for you. That'll do it for us. Uh, reminder, follow us on Twitter at Linestar App at Linestar MLB. You can follow Bubba at Casey Bubba and me at Joe Pisa Pia 17. That'll do it for us, but the story of the game goes on. There's nothing left to do now except step into the uh nah. There's nothing left to do now except step into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizapia and Casey Bubba.